0: Today we're going to do Torah seventy nine, which starts with the verse in in chapter thirty Trust in God and do good, dwell in the, in the land and pasture faith, shepherd faith. Okay, let's put this aside, let's hop in right into the Torah. The main idea, the principle is this that each and every person that he isn't responsible in delaying the Mashiach. The Rabbinu tells us how do we do such a thing, how do we prevent. Ourselves from being, um, from stopping the Mashiach? How do we ensure that the Mashiach comes on time and that we aren't doing something to prevent him? To do tshuva, Rabbanu says, to return to God, eh, to do a complete returning and to rectify our actions. And each and every single righteous person, the more righteous a person is, within this person there's a revelation of Mashiach. And even if he isn't a, manis, a manifestation of Mashiach, he has an aspect of Mashiach, or a trait of Mashiach, which is the aspect of Moshe, Moshe rabbin If we know that Mashiach is Moshe, we're going to see here, as we see in the Zohar Kadosh and Bereshit, Mashiach is Moshe, just like I will explain. So, Rabbeinu goes on to explain this. Because Moshe sacrificed his soul on behalf of Am Yisrael. For Moshe knew his true lowliness. And he knew the importance and the greatness of the nation of Israel. And the man Moshe was more humble than any other person was extremely humble more than any other person. And because of this humility, he sacrificed his soul and his life force on their behalf. On Am Yisrael's behalf. Therefore, Therefore, one who is a true tzaddik and knows his lowliness and understands the greatness and importance of Am Yisrael, he is able to sacrifice his soul on their behalf. And when is a person able to see his loneliness? When is the ideal time to recognize your lowliness? Your, to see your humility? On Shabbat Kodesh. Because on Shabbat it says, it says in Shemot, with reference to Shabbat, See that God has given you the Shabbat. So we see that there's an aspect of seeing. For Shabbat is a play on the words. I'd say in the Zor, Tikkun Azor, the 70th Tikkun. Shabbat is the letter Shin, and then your Bat. What does the letter Shin represent? Shin, telat Shin has three heads, corresponding to the three colors of the eye. And what is Bat? Bat is bat ain, the pupil. So Shabbat is actually a reference to the three colors of the eye in the pupil. And this is why on Shabbat, a person is able to see his lowliness, which is why it's in in um, in Shemot, See that God has given you the Shabbat because Shabbat is an aspect of sight. it says as it says in Parashat Aman when God brought the man from the heaven what did God explicitly tell Moshe that each and every person should abide below his place. It says over there each person should sit below his place no person should leave from his place on the seventh day, meaning on Shabbat. So we see that with regard to Shabbat it says, abide below your place. Shabbat which is said about Shabbat. Hanu meaning what? Meaning lower than your actual level. Being lower than that which you stand. And under no circumstances should any person leave his place. Hanu meaning go above your level. Okay, go on. For example, meaning doing an action like Zimri ben Salu, a bad action, and requesting the reward of Pinchas, as it says in Gmarasota. Meaning, you don't think that you're worthy of something bigger than who you actually are. Understand where you are placed, and even sit below where you are. So Rabban was telling us, and when is, a person able, sorry, when is a person able to see his lowliness on Shabbat Kodesh? Under what condition? when a person does complete Teshuvah. Shehi shabbat, which is Shabbat. And you shall return unto Hashem your God. What Shavta returning? From the word of Shabbat. Advan ke advan Their letters are the same. Shabbat and Shavta. So Teshuvah and Shabbat are one idea. for there are two types of returning to God. the first Yesh Adam So there's a person who's doing business dealings, and he goes about in the vanities of the world. And in the middle, while he's doing such things, immediately comes upon him this thought of repentance. A thought of tshuva comes upon him. And afterwards, he... And then after that thought of repentance, he goes back to his place of dealing with the world, etc. It's just a thought this is the aspect of what it says in Yechezkel that the fiery angels were running and returning meaning what? that this man is running and returning he has no calm he has no rest because one time is impure one time he's pure one time he's um, upright one time he's um, he's forbidden he's permitted sometimes he's on the opposite sides of the of the spectrum this represents the six days of the week. But a complete teshuvah, this represents Shabbat Kodesh, in which a person has rest, he has calmness, because when Shabbat comes, rest comes with it. Because this person has rest from any single thing and everything. And he's pushed away evil completely. Meaning what? It's not that he's in one second he's impure and pure it's that he's in the aspect of Shabbat, meaning he's in calmness, he's constantly in purity. And you can know for certain, that complete teshuvah is the aspect of Shabbat, when Adam Arishon, the first man, encountered his son Cain and asked him, What was the outcome of your case? Meaning, Adam was asking Cain, "What was the punishment of what he, of for what he committed?" Meaning that he killed Hevet, his own brother. And what did Kain respond to? Shevlo responded to him that he did that he told Adam, that he did teshuvah." so Adam responded, "Im if this is so, The power of teshuvah is, is great, is strong. So what happened immediately? Adam Ali went up op, went opened up and said, shir Sing a song for the day of Shabbat. Which is the aspect of that, that This is the teilim that, that uh, Adam Elishon wrote. And what happens? We see here the idea of Tshuva and Shabbat. That Tshuva Shlema is the aspect of Shabbat. We see with Adam Elishon singing this song of Shabbat. For the Tshuva that kind did. To understand. To reckon, when he recognized that Tshuva is so awesome. Velich Ora On the first glance of it. Of what we're explaining here in this, this story of the Midrash. What does the subject of Teshuvah have to do with Teshuva? Sorry, of Shabbat have to do with Teshuva. But according to our words, it's a very, very precise idea. Meaning, what? When a person does complete Teshuva. And he pushes away evil completely. And this man has calmness, rest, meaning he's in, the, he's in the aspect of purity constantly. This is the aspect of Shabbat. The aspect of Shakai, the name Shakai, Uvkhinat Metat, the name, uh, or the angel Metat. Kimahu Shaddai. Because what is the name Shakai? It comes from the aspect of what Hashem said to this world. That it's enough. What is shak- Shakai? It's, a, it's actually a reference to Shabbat Kodesh. Because on Shabbat Hashem said to his world enough. I'm done creating you. Now is the time for rest. As brought in the Gemara So we see the name Shakai. It depends on the word Shamar Le Dai. It has the name Dai Meaning enough. That like God told his creation enough. It's time for rest. So Shakai represents Shabbat. And this aspect of Shabbat is also like this. As it says on Bereshit. It says about Shabbat that God rested on the seventh day from all his work. And he said, Enough. And we know the name Metat, or sorry, the angel Metat is also the aspect of Shakai, as it brought down in the books of Kabbalah. Um, because we know Metat. Uh, and it's the, the, the full name of the angel, Metatron. If you add up the letters, it's Gematria 314, which is Gematria of Shin, Dalet, and Yud. It's the same numerical value. And this is what is written in the Zohar and Balashit, on a verse in which it says, And he took the man and placed him in the Garden of Eden, as it says over there in the verse. So what does the Zohar explain? When it says, And he took, The Zohar asked, From where did God take him? God took him actually from the four elements, of, from his four elements. And when a person sits and repents and engages in the Torah, God takes him from there. And upon him it is said, From there it's separated. As it talks about the four rivers in Eden over there. Um, from there it separated. Meaning, what does the say over there? He separates his soul from their temptations, which is the four elements. To tend the garden. What is through positive commandments? To guard it, what does it say? With Ne- through uh, negative commandments. So what does it say in the Torah? If he transgressed the Torah, he drinks from the bitterness of the evil tree, which is called the Yetzer Ra. But if he does teshuvah, it said about him, this person who does teshuvah, and God showed him a tree. Which tree? The tree of life, and through which the tre- through the tree of life, one attains what? That when God showed Moshe the tree and he threw the water, the water turned from bitter to sweet. Right? The waters became sweet. Beda Moshe Abenu summarizes, or God says, he goes full circle and he explains the point that we started with. This is the aspect of Moshe Mashiach that it says about Moshe Abenu and Mashiach or Mateh that the staff of God was in his hand, or the staff of God is in my hand. Mateh, what's mate's staff? Da metat, this is the reference to Metat, the angel Metat. From whom, come li- from whom come, comes life and death. Metat is the aspect of the six days of the week. There's purity and impurity. There's this and there's that. Meaning from Metat comes the concept of life and death. So this is the language of the Zohar. All that we just read was all the Zohar there. So now Rabban is going to put things together. this is just like we explained. When a person does complete Teshuvah, when he pushes away the evil completely and he's made entirely good, this is the aspect of Moshe Mashiach. The staff of God is in my hand. Meaning, what? Meaning that it was in, in his hand, that he had the capability to turn from evil to good. As we saw with Metat, what's uh, the staff of the staff reference to? Metat. Metat is a reference to where life and death comes from. So we see here this idea, that what's life and death? Evil and good. Yetzirah versus Yetzirah. It's in the power of Moshe Rabenu, who holds the staff, which is the concept of Metat. Meaning Moshe Rabenu's capability to turn from life to death. Sorry, from death to life. From evil to bad. Sorry, from evil to good. He's able to turn that which is evil into goodness. and metat, and that staff is a reference to metat. As metat, we said above. From from metat comes the side of life and the side of death. Ki metat because the the angel of metat represents the mishnah. For the mishnah represents the six days of the week. mishah. For the mishah has six siddirim which is encompassed of six aspects Kashew Fasul which is proper, upright and improper, pure and impure, forbidden and permitted. is known. That's the Mishnah. The And therefore, Those people who aren't completely set and stationary in serving God, they they aren't consistent. And their tshuva is not complete yet. It's just that sometimes they, they come upon a, a thought of repentance and they begin to start serving God a little bit. And afterwards he falls from that thought of repentance and goes back to his place in the physical world. And then afterwards he has another thought and then he gets awakened again and then he goes and falls again. And he's changing constantly at all times from good to bad and bad to good. This tshuva is a reference to the six days of the week, what we explained earlier, which is the aspect of proper and improper, etc. Because this person also is sometimes in the state of uprightness and sometimes not so right. Sometimes he's pure and impure. Because he has no rest. But when a person does complete teshuvah, we see that this is an aspect of Shabbat, as we explained above, that there is Moshe Mashiach, and this is the aspect of Moshe Mashiach. That Moshe and the Mashiach have the power to turn from evil to good. And they have the power to push away evil completely. This is the aspect of the name which is the aspect of being having rest from any single thing. Meaning that you're completely at rest from the vanities of this world. And the aspect of metat is also the aspect of shakai. That even though we said above that the Metat represents the aspect of the Mishnah, which is the aspect of the six days of the week, but when Shabbat comes, rest comes as well. It says in the verse that God rested from all his work. And this is, represents the name Shakai. But we see that Metat is encompassed within the name Shakai. So we see Metat also has a place within this. So we derive from this. When a person does complete Teshuvah, which is the aspect of Shabbat, that he's able to see his lowliness. When a person does Teshuvah, that's when he really begins to see how low he is. So we see here a person's humility is not a person who doesn't engage in coming close and recognize and feels like as if he's far. No, true humility comes when a person does true and gets closer to God, and closer, and closer, and closer. He recognizes how, re- how far he really is from Hashem, how great Am Yisrael is. He realizes that vis-à-vis Hashem, vis-à-vis God, he's, he's very, He's nothing. And this is what it says in the verse, in Tehillim: Betach baHashem, trust in God. Leshon vavetach, as it says in the verse. It's the same language from this verse. Hashket vavetach, calm vavetach, and security. Meaning, what what vavetach security, calmness. This is the person who's who has rest from everything. Meaning that he's he's in the aspect of good in Shabbat. Betach Betach the aspect of calmness, security, as we said. Meaning that he turns evil into complete good. What does it say in the verse? Dwell in the land. <speaking in the language> this represents the nefesh, the soul. <speaking in> the <language> it says in, <speaking> in <the language> I believe it says there, my soul is like the land. So we see that the land is a reference to the nefesh. Meaning <in the language> when, when the soul has rest, <speaking in the language> because of the fact that the soul did complete teshuvah. <speaking in> the shuvah. <language> And when the person does complete Shuvah, it's in the aspect of Shabbat. And he's able to see his lowliness. And the great importance of Yisrael. And this is what it says. And pastor faith. Shepherd shepherd faith. Meaning that he's able to be like the faithful shepherd. Who's the faithful shepherd? That he's able to sacrifice his soul on behalf of Israel. So we see here this most amazing, amazing idea that Rabenu explains this verse in the subject that we just, um, or in the context that we just learned. Shayach applicable to that which we just learned. The inyan with regard to the subject of humility, shubachinot, which is the aspect of shevu ishtachtav, which, is the, aspect which is the aspect of each and every person sit below his place. Meaning that he holds himself to be lower and below. His own place and his own level. Meaning he believes he's even lower than where he actually is. So Rabbi Nathan says, I again heard in Rabbeinu's name, His memory be a blessing. With regard to this subject of humility, that when a person merits to see his true lowliness, through this, no one will be able to push him out of his place meaning to infringe on his livelihood. because by the mere fact that he's so lowly and humble in truth, genuinely humble and, and low, he's in the aspect of nothingness, and he's actually not under the the guidelines of place at all, of space at all, therefore he's not. no one's able to push him out of his place, because he's actually not governed by the aspect of space, at all. And this is what it says, each person sit below his place. No man shall leave his place. Meaning through the fact that a person merits to be lowly, which is the aspect of each and every person sit below his place. Meaning that he holds himself in constant lowliness to be below his actual level. Through this, when a person does this, as it says in the verse, no man shall leave his place, meaning what? That no person is able to take him out of his place. Meaning to push him away from his livelihood. God forbid, as we saw above. This is what the Chachamim say in the Gemara Sanadrine: Anyone who ever enters his neighbor's occupation is as if he married um as uh, as if he went with a married woman one who tries to enter a person's or his friend's uh job and his friend's occupation in com- in competition as if he went with this man's wife as if they say or with a married woman because by the mere fact that a person wants to descend. Into his friend's occupation And wants to push him out of his place And from his livelihood He wants to blemish The aspect of loneliness As we saw above As we said Each and every person Sit below his place Meaning this man wants to Wants to Touch something which is not his Wants to ascend to a place Which is, doesn't belong to him He didn't sit in his place Below his place Because if he did then no one can infringe on his panasa, But because he went to that other person's occupation, trying to push this other person out of his panasa, we see that he's blemishing in humility. And it's as if he did the sin. Or it's as if he went with a married woman, God forbid. He eshet, because eshet, um, a woman, has the, if you spell it out, each and every letter, eshet is an acronym for this phrase. Shavu ish tahtav. Sit each man sit below his place. <laughs> Take the first letter of you have Shin, Aleph Ish, and then Tahtav is Tav, you have Aleph uh, Shin and Tav. If you mix them around, you have Eshet. Meaning, why is a person who enters the occupation of his fellow as if he went with an eshet ish, his, uh, with a married woman? Because eshet is shavu meaning by the person going down to his friend's occupation, he's blemishing in this concept of shavu He's blemishing in true lowliness and humility. He's blemishing the aspect of humility alone. and loneliness, which is the aspect of what we said in the verse. Each man sit below his place. She that through this concept of humility, no man should leave his place, meaning no man can be pushed away from his place because the place isn't governing anymore. He's above it. So, may we attain true humility. May we uh, learn from Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moshe Mashiach, in this aspect of humility, and truly see our humility through teshuvah through the aspect of Shabbat.